from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Andrew Tyler Brown. Coming up on Red Barn Radio. past the hills of East Virginia, leaning on the border of Carolina, is a loner that he used to be a fighter, a man that would lay his hand in mine, such hollowed eyes that he used to hold a canvas. Full of blues that some would deem divine. They echo the nights we lay together. And all the times we never say goodbye. It was raining across the pines as I dreamt of the mornings creeping by. Pastures in the summer. All we knew was that love would never last. Like the summer, our vibrant softly shimmer. Till we die beneath the diamond sky's old path. It was raining across the pines as I dreamt. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex. 
Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Collins, and along with Matt Wickstrom, we are here to welcome you to Red Barn Radio, now in our 17th broadcast season. Tonight is our 613th live concert performance. We are so very pleased to present a program of great live music with Andrew Tyler Brown and his band. Hailing from the foothills of Eastern Kentucky, Andrew Tyler Brown has been deeply rooted in the bluegrass country and old time music from a very early age. Please welcome Andrew Tyler Brown to the Red Barn stage.
Red Barn Radio's Matt Wickstrom to talk with the Andrew Tyler Brown Band. Thank you, Renee. It feels almost like uh, multiple reunions of sorts. I know you're kind of almost an adopted member of the Parsons and uh, Gregory family up here, aren't you? In the zoo of people that try to inhabit his farm, which we all affectionately call the 144, I'm definitely the loudest, you know, I would say pet. <laughs> I know it's also quite a big uh, reunion, not only on stage, but also with people we've got out in the crowd with Moorhead State's traditional music school. I know you went through that program. I know Will and Megan are both professors there. Matt, did you go through that program as well? No, I went through the uh, Will Parsons Homeschool Bluegrass. Hey, yeah. Uh, well, you still had a taste of it then. That's, that's some intense stuff. <laughs> no, y'all got it easy out there at the KCTM. <laughs> I know we've also got uh, Becky Alfrey out in the audience, Paxson, and several members of the McLean family band who are also affiliated with the school. So it's almost like a little kind of class reunion of sorts as well. Oh, yes. They've been trying to avoid me for months, but they've come here <laughs> by mistake. <laughs> but no, I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so happy to see everybody. I, I'm very grateful to do the Moorhead program. It did a lot of good things for me. It, I, I went there already touring, already doing a lot of things on my own, and but had a lot of bad habits, a lot of young people notions, and a lot of, a lot of things that need to be. Corrected, <laughs> for sure. And I am very grateful that I got a lot of those bad habits cut out, you know. And they're really great because they still, you know, I can call them up at any time with the most obscure question, and they'll answer it within the day, and I'll be able to move forward. And the, the teaching and helping never stops, as you can tell that Will and Megan are here. So <laughs> it is, I need a lot of help, and I, I appreciate all the help that I can get. <laughs> I sit and think about all the things that I forgot to do. And all the times that I had a chance to. It's hard to risk another these 
these days all these days and if I seem to be afraid to live the life that I have made and so well it's just cause I've been losing so long Andy, Renee mentioned that you first uh, got your first guitar when you were eight years old. This one. Oh, is it that exact is same one? one? Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. So you've had it this whole time. Oh, yeah, no. And it hasn't outgrown you yet. <laughs> Sorry, what else? And it hasn't outgrown you yet. I've been one size for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> now, from the get-go, when you first got that guitar and started playing and getting involved in music, have you always been a traditionalist? Or have you uh, kind of messed around with other types of music as well along I've the way? Played a, I've played a variety of things. You know, I am currently do a lot of pop country as my living. You know, I, I work as a sideman, as a bass player. Mm -hmm. That's really my job, and I'm just now getting into this end of everything. But I, I played, I played, I played a lot of genres growing up. You know, I think uh, I went through my little um, emo phase and played in some like uh, hardcore screamo bands and did that kind of thing and. Then, uh, you know, I cut the bang off. I had a real long bang in this level of hair everywhere else, so it was real ugly. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I did the, some of that. And what happened was I was playing with uh, a lady, and we were going to play the Chicken Festival in London when I was about 14 or 15. And I was real tiny, and I was trying to lift this combo amp out my front door. I broke all the knobs across the door frame. I just scraped it. And I broke all those knobs off, and uh, because of that, I didn't have an electric guitar play with you know so I started playing on my original acoustic and then uh, 
started playing more traditional music because I was in voice lessons and theory lessons and privately, thankfully because of my father who just walked in. And Grover, my music teacher and his husband, uh, Michael, really guided me on a lot of folk singing. My first songs really were Black Waters from Gene Ritchie and things like that. And I kind of got into songwriting through doing those kind of songs. And I was very, it just got hooked to doing this stuff from there on. The Pals took me to my first uh, Spigma when I was like 16, and that really, that, that was dangerous. <laughs> it just hooked me. I was playing bluegrass for sure at that point, and I was very grateful for that. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, <clears throat> I'll never love you, never hold you, never last by the crimes that he sold you. Beneath these winter lights, Ten nails is mine And we'll try to recapture what we know But we'll give it a go Well, I ain't no gentleman And you're not where you were back when But we ain't trying to change our past tonight you need a lover, so I'll take another, and I'll drink till I feel that this right. family or are you kind of the first one to grab an instrument and start playing out and stuff? Oh I wish I was that. My, my dad's a really great singer and piano player and he was based out of uh, like New York really that area. He had his own band called Yogi in the Sweat uh, which is a great band. Uh, I, I highly support anyone searching them <laughs> and um, my dad was really pivotal. He always was supportive and still supportive and paid for any kind of... I remember once I thought that I was gonna be a club DJ uh, and he bought me two turntables and like some records and I failed at that real hard. <laughs> but you know, he was there for me and he was like, we're going to work through this, <laughs> I think in his head, but he never said that. <laughs> so he let me do what I wanted to do. And then, you know, I, I, and this was, I think about the same time as guitar and everything. So it was, it was fun. He was good about that. He got you two turntables, but no microphone? No microphone, no. Oh, man. Hopefully someone else out there got that back Oh, uh, we get it. Don't worry. You've had that guitar since you were eight. That was your first instrument, correct? Yeah, I, I believe so. Really, besides like the piano that we had in the house growing up and things like that. But this is, this is mine. It still has the sticker of the music store that I bought it from, <laughs> well, we bought it from, that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> so it's still there. That's how you know it's old. That's a, well, you know how good the sticker was. That's the <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned earlier as well that you primarily play bass for a lot of different bands. When did that first come around and you start playing bass? 
I, I mean, I had a bass guitar in high school amongst the, the turntables and guitars that I had <laughs> in my house. And uh, I started playing bass really in college when I went to Berea College with Matt. Matt did the bluegrass band there. I started kind of an old-time string band there, and I hired this really good bass player to come do it. Like, his whole family was all these professional-grade bass players, and Jordan was just as good as they were, and he kind of quit after the first practice, and I ended up picking it up, trying to thump on it, and uh, the rest was history from there. I just, I, I've quickly realized that if you play bass, you're, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> Rob knows. Rob gets it. <laughs> now, from what I hear, too, you get pretty crazy on stage with your bass. I had a, well, you know, Katie did it, message me earlier okay. saying that you, like, stand up on your bass and do some crazy stuff like that or something. Yeah. Katie did it, plays bass for the Mama Said String Band out of Louisville, and I teach her from time to time. And uh, thankfully, because of Ruth McLean Smith over there, <laughs> I learned how to stand on the bass eventually as a, as a shenanigan. <laughs> I've thrown her under the bus now. <laughs> I did it once, and then I bruised my hip, and I've been a little more nervous about uh, going back for it. I, I like did the Russian splits on top of it, and I kind of have now stayed very stationary on stage. I'm very stoic. <laughs> When I was a young man, I lived my life hard Breaking rocks from the river bound by the schoolyard Thought I knew all the answers, a wise man still young Until I was forsaken by unfortunate ones Unfortunate ones who don't know what's right Who can't look themselves in the eye Cause the follow one's heart Rip a world apart At least in the eyes of unfortunate one He was 18 Me 21 I fell in love with an unfortunate one He was gay
themselves in the eye Just follow one's heart Now, you mentioned um, you do a little bit of teaching at the Louisville Folk School, right? I do. Let's give them a shout out. They're great people. Uh, I love teaching there. I teach their repertoire courses, their dobro class, their auto harp courses. I teach their bass class. Oops, I hit a microphone. <laughs> and, I, um, and I teach this privately there, too, depending on the topic, if someone needs it. I had a, a bass dulcimer guy for a little bit. I think he's taking my bass class now. Actually, Katie did it, is covering me right now so that I can hey. do this radio show. <laughs> so I, I have a bass class currently going. <laughs> so. Is the uh, Louisville Folk School the one that's founded by one of the members of 23 String Band? Yes, Dave Howard. Okay. Great mandolin player, great dude. Bought me lunch the other day. How did you um, first kind of get involved in that? Or I guess you met him and worked Actually, up with him? Or? I, I didn't meet Dave until I got hired. Dave hired me without meeting me. I got hired because of Lance... Uh, a guy that I play with in Louisville, he teaches a lot of the guitar and repertoire courses up at the Louisville Folk School, and I play in a band with him from time to time. I called him up and I was like, man, I've been trying to find a studio to be kind of just have and exist in and build, and I, I like what the folk school's doing. I know I'm a little bit far away, but I, I'd like to be part of it. Is there any way you can help? And then he gave me Dave's number and we got to talking and it was a good conversation. And yeah, no, I feel really blessed to be able to teach there. It's a, it's a good learning opportunity. and for both me and the students. Now with you having gone through Moorhead State and been gone through the music education path yourself, what's it like kind of being on the other side of things now with the Louisville Folk School and rather than learning from other people, teaching other people? I should have been nicer to Ruth. I really think that I should have been <laughs> just a kinder student. <laughs> Not so stubborn. <laughs> it makes sense now. If I can go back, I'd love to and be a little sweeter. <laughs> That's about it. But no, I, I really love it. it it's, uh, it's integral to playing this kind of music that you be an educator. You know, I just, I just taught at the Mountain Music School in Big Stone Gap, Virginia for a week. And as more education opportunities come up for me to teach, I, I really find that that's going to be a consistent path in my life. And I hope that I could just keep teaching because this, that's how this kind of stuff's passed on. And that's how you build kind of the fire in your community to have a music scene and to, for people to be artists in, in their own community and not have to leave. They can actually just stay home and actually be able to make a living, you know, doing whether it be teaching or touring or what have you, they have the opportunity to stay, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I, think it's, I think it's pivotal to do it, actually. So I feel very blessed to have an opportunity to share. If I'm gonna go my way, then I'm gonna take my time heading down to the station so I can have peace of mind. Gonna say goodbye to the seeds I've sown The mom and her man and a girl I've known for years I need to feel her tears Cause I'll be a westbound tomorrow Breaking from the small town grind Running those lines like a desperado Hunting for a dime Oh, I hope that's what I'll find Longer, do more. 
body Building up a strange strain Though I can't see past the distance I know these hands are mine And I'll build something beautiful That'll stand the test of time Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Andrew Tyler Brown. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Tonight we're with Andrew Tyler Brown, recorded live from the Performance Hall and Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Also attended Berea College, though, correct? I did. Yeah. That was before you went to Moorhead. Yeah, before I went to Moorhead, I actually met Raymond McLean, the director of Moorhead, Sta Moorhead State's traditional music program. There, I was a junior at Berea doing a literature degree, and uh, but I did all the old time music. I was very involved with that when I went to Berea, and they uh, they have a celebration of traditional music there. You know, when you go to Berea, you have to work there, and mm -hmm. for that week, 
I was assigned to be the little buddy of Raymond McLean <laughs> and make sure he got where he needed to go. So I met him that day, and I met all the ambassadors, which is what the Mountain Music Ambassadors, which we call, what we call the university band, and fought for their right to do what they needed to do, you know, and uh, yeah, it was a great time, <laughs> say the least. And then once you got over to Moorhead, did you not train or were you taught by one of the McLeans as well on bass once you got over there? Yeah, I took bass lessons with Ruth. I, I was a bass major there. When I first got there, I just got my first left-handed upright. I was touring a, with a back, with just playing a right-handed bass, but backwards. So I was playing with my left hand with a right-handed bass. And when I was going to Moorhead, I decided, you know what? I've hit a ceiling with this. I need to get a better equipment. I need to learn how to play this left-handed. So when I went to Moorhead, I was bought that and pretty much from the day I started there was the first couple days that I had a left-handed bass. So the learning curve was like real high <laughs> for sure. See, until now, I didn't even know there was such thing as a left-handed and right-handed bass. I did some jazz classes there too. You know, I, Rob's a really one of my favorite bass players around in Kentucky. He just kind of gets it, <laughs> you know, so. I've sent, I've sent Rob on an errand to get my guitar. That I did some improv classes and some lessons with uh, Ryan McGillicuddy, the instructor there, and I, I had a really good time doing those. He fixed some, some of the stuff that I didn't even think about as well. So I, I think that's a really good lesson in itself for anyone that's young trying to learn. Don't, don't box yourself in. Try everything. You're going to be bad at some, great at others, and play on those strengths. But figure out what you're bad at just as much as you're, what you're good at. Because mm -hmm. I definitely know what I'm bad at. <laughs> I was working through college My grandpa's farm She was thirsting for knowledge And I had a car she was caught somewhere between a woman and a child One rest of summer we found love growing wild On the banks of the river, on a well-beaten path It's funny how those memories, they last Like strawberry wine Seventeen, a hot July moon Saw everything Taste of love, oh, bittersweet, green on the vine, like strawberry wine. Oh, bittersweet, green on the vine. 
like strawberry Like strawberry wine, seventeen. How to lie, saw everything. The first taste of love, whoa, bittersweet, the green on the vine. I had some jazz in the household, really, but I grew up around uh, a lot of traditional music and a lot of country music, you know, and whether it be like pop country from the 90s or old school stuff or what have you. I, w I grew up really near Renfro Valley uh, in the Renfro Valley Entertainment Center, so I went there a lot as a kid, and I have really good memories of that. And, you know, I, I, I just felt like I understood it more. I'm sure if I had more, uh, more opportunities to see jazz, I would feel the same way as well. It's just what I was exposed to, mm -hmm. to say the least. <laughs> gotcha. Um, let's see, I want to jump back now to Moorhead Stay a little bit, and I actually, Will and Megan, I'd like to bring you all in. Um, oh, and Andy, I'd still like to get, keep, don't, don't go too far, I'm Andy. Not going <laughs> I was just trying to make eye contact. Well, I, guess, <laughs> well, I guess when you went to Moorhead, was that the, this the first time when, once you got there meeting Will and Megan, or had you known them before? I was playing with the Contra Dance Band when I was 18 at Berea. And um, Matt was thinking of checking out Berea, and Will was there, and I was playing. I was playing guitar for him, and they walked away. And Will said to Matt, "I don't know who that kid is playing guitar, but that's really bad." Refuse <laughs> <laughs> to confirm or deny. It does have a ring of truth, though. <laughs> and then I went to Moorhead State University, and I just got way better at it <laughs> by taking lessons with Will Parsons, and he cleaned it there up. There you go, <laughs> <laughs> Megan and Will. What's it been like for you guys, just kind of seeing Andy on his journey go along and then now you're playing with him, what have you noticed in terms of just like him growing as a musician and stuff since you've been around him? It's really pleasurable to see him taking off and doing his own solo thing. Megan Gregory. I've gotten to know him just uh, over the past two years and steadily he's made me laugh more and more and more. <laughs> and I, I love it that. when he comes over because I just belly roll. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's really cool. His songwriting is, is awesome, and we hope to do some more recording with him. We've done a little bit, and we hope to do more because it's a lot of good stuff he needs to, he needs to put, on, put down for history. When you break down the stillness of night to me When you come hold me right from behind 
When I know if the morning cries out to me, I still love you more. When you show me a life that was never meant to be, when you put your soul right next to mine, when you say that your soul captured by me, I still love you more. I still. I had some jazz in the household, really, but I grew up around uh, a lot of traditional music and a lot of country music, you know, and whether it be like pop country from the 90s or old school stuff or what have you. I, w I grew up really near Renfro Valley, uh, in the Renfro Valley Entertainment Center, so I went there a lot as a kid, and I have really good memories of that. And, you know, I, I, I just felt like I understood it more. I'm sure if I had more, uh, more opportunities to see jazz, I would feel the same way as well. It's just what I was exposed to, mm -hmm. to say the least. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, let's see, I want to jump back now to Moorhead Stay a little bit, and I actually, Will and Megan, I'd like to bring you all in. Um, oh, and Andy, I'd still like to get, keep, don't, don't go too far, I'm Andy. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm just but, trying um, to make eye contact I guess, <laughs> Well, I guess when you went to Moorhead, was that the, this the first time when, once you got there meeting Will and Megan, or had you known them before? I was playing with the Contra Dance Band when I was 18 at Berea. And um, Matt was thinking of checking out Berea, and Will was there, and I was playing. I was playing guitar for him, and they walked away. And Will said to Matt, "I don't know who that kid is playing guitar, but that's really bad." Refused <laughs> <laughs> to confirm it. <laughs> it does have a ring of truth, though. <laughs> and then I went to Morehead State University, and I just got way better at it <laughs> by taking lessons with Will Parsons, and it cleaned it there up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Megan and Will. What's it been like for you guys, just kind of seeing Andy on his journey go along, and then now you're playing with him? What have you noticed in terms of just like him growing as a musician and stuff since you've been around him? It's really pleasurable to see him taking off and doing his own solo thing. 
Megan Gregory. I've gotten to know him just uh, over the past two years, and steadily he's made me laugh more and more and more. <laughs> and I, I love it that. when he comes over, because I just belly roll. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. His songwriting is, is awesome, and we hope to do some more recording with him. We've done a little bit, and we hope to do more, because a lot of good stuff needs to, needs to put on, put down for history. Some music on it soft and slow Baby, we ain't got no place to go I hope you understand I've been thinking about this all day long I felt a feeling that was quite as strong I can't believe how much turns me on Just be your mind Just like you all can see right now, he was a very obnoxious child. <laughs> Will Parsons. And I could see we were going to have a rough time. We were going to have a rough go of it. But he figured something out really early on that really smoothed things over a lot. Andy figured out to get to school early and make me a pot of coffee first thing. <laughs> and we got along. There you go. That's all it takes? That's all it takes. 
I feel like, in fact, I've known Andy longer than anybody else on this stage and changed much at all. <laughs> Hopefully that's a good thing, right? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I came off from the road just to find myself another And I saw you standing by the corner of the bar with nothing but a cut off and some old tattered jeans You sang to me a whisper I've heard many times before I remember the melody you were singing Tired looks that made you shine would like to thank Andrew Tyler Brown and his band for being with us this evening. Thanks to our volunteers for their help with our production each and every week, especially Ryan Zinka, Will Paget, Barry Albritton, and Amanda Haynes. We thank you for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve this rich musical tradition and artists of the Kentucky region and share this treasure with the world.
Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com, Lexington. Who would like to hear one more from this wonderful band? Take it away, guys. Since I saw you last I hate to say I still feel the same
Thank Andrew, Will, Matt, Megan, Gen, and Rob for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner. Providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts. Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.